Hey guys, welcome to the Two Dogs Podcast. I'm Dr. Inky. I'm Dr. Ellie here. Welcome to the podcast. Two medical doctors don't talk much about medical stuff. But what we do every week, we have a different topic. Yes. And we would tell one another. Sort of educate each other like as though trying to educate eight year old. In the meantime, also probably teach you something along the way. Yeah. So today, mm-hmm. we're going to touch a little bit on medical side. Medical. But ah. this is not the dry medical side. This Ooh, is actually the wet very medical. interesting medical okay. side. Yeah, okay. this is a slightly wet medical side. So today's topic is four medical mysteries that still baffles doctors. Four medical mystery that still baffles doctors. Yes. Alright. So okay. mystery number one. Yes. Do you remember Celine Dion? Celine Dion. Yes. Yes. The songstress. Okay. My heart will go on. Yes. You know, very famous singer. Yes. She sings well in English but she cannot speak English. Yeah, she's actually French Canadian. Yeah, she's French Canadian. Yeah, then that's the first language. And she could she couldn't actually speak English until she was like 20 plus. Yeah. Alright. So talking about Celine Dion, hmm. do you know what happened to her? Um she got married. Yes. Uh husband passed away. Already. Husband passed away. And then now she apparently is very cachexic. Yes. And she has a mystery illness. Yes. Which correct. I think you're about to tell me and I forgot. Correct. Yes. Correct. So she has this mystery illness hmm. called the stiff person syndrome. Stiff person syndrome yes so what she's very uptight yeah she's super uptight yeah. so in stiff person syndrome it's a very rare medical is illness. it even real now that's the funny thing huh. medical doctors right yeah. and researchers everywhere are still baffled by, the, by this particular illness because hmm. they're not sure what causes it okay they only know that it occurs in one in every one million people. One in, in a every, million. One in a million. Okay. All right. They no. So the CDC assumes it's one in a million. Okay. But Could documented, documented. Mm-hmm. There's only a couple of thousand cases in the world. All right. Ever. All right. Stiff, stiff person, person syndrome. syndrome. So what it is is over time, mm-hmm. someone's joints mm. suddenly become stiff. Okay. It can it, it can be just one joint. All right. It can be multiple joints. All right. All right. But eventually. Eventually, it gets worse over time. The person will, will be immobilized. Mm-hmm. The person will have stiffness in upper and lower limbs. Mm-hmm. And the person get locked in. So it's like a lot of lock-in syndrome. Imagine being alive, mm. but unable to talk, unable to move. It's like, it's like you're in a perpetual... Major case of tetanus. Yes, it's a major case of tetanus. You're in a... Co- it is like as if you're, you're in, in a... a body that yeah, cannot move. Exactly. Right. You're in a coma that you can't move. And the problem is, mm. you get involuntary spasms. They can last from minutes. Spasms can uh-huh. last from minutes to hours. Wow. And okay. these spasms uh-huh. are painful. 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 Because they are not just regular small spasms wow. that you get after exercise. Uh-huh. These are very major serious jerks. major jerks. And, but it's not it's not an epilepsy. Or it's not an epilepsy. And a lot of times, once there is spasm, it mm-hmm. contracts to the point where it hurts the wow. person, wow. where there is skin blisters appearing. Wow. Now, why it happens... Uh-huh. Scientists are still postulating. Don't but know yet. They don't know yet. Mm. But they attribute everything to an autoimmune problem. That means your body attacking yourself. Okay. Right? Now, what they attribute this is a particular thing called glutamic acid decarboxylase, JAD. Okay? Okay. G- G-A-D, G-A-D. Right? GAD. Mm. Right? So GAD produces something called GABA, okay. which will inhibit mm-hmm. involuntary movements. Yes. That means that so your body doesn't simply jerk on its own. Yes. Okay? But the problem is, mm. your body now is producing antibodies or something to fight against to destroy to the destroy that particular that particular inhibition. Yeah. Right now mm. means that your body is just twitching for no reason and spazzing for no reason. Okay. And now you know what's the worst part? There's no cure. No cure. But if it's autoimmune, why not high dose antioxidants? Yes, exactly. So you can you can give. So now, few of the treatments right, are this. Right. Few treatments is number one. Mm-hmm. You give benzodiazepines. 
Okay, you knock right? them out. You knock them out. Mm-hmm. You knock out all their senses. all their senses, all their muscles and everything. But problem is, you're sleepy all the time. Yes, right. Which is also miserable. Which is also miserable. Mm-hmm. So half the time you're asleep, or most of the time you're asleep. Okay. Secondly, you put them on high dose painkillers, which right? is bad for which you. Which again is well. bad for you. Mm-hmm. All right. Third of all, there is immunotherapy, mm-hmm. but none of them are proven to work. Ah, so it's a trial and error. Yeah, it's a trial and error. All right. So and the and the problem is in half of the cases mm-hmm. of the of this stiff person syndrome they don't even have autoimmune disease. Ah, <laughs> there's no antibodies. There's no autoimmune antibodies. Okay. So basically, nobody knows what the hell is happening. Right. That sucks, man. That sucks. That and, sucks. And, and and the fact that it's happening to someone like Sidney Dion, huh. who has you know achieved so much in life. Yeah, who achieved so much in life. Yeah. Right. Who have really lost her husband recently. Yes. Right. Have two kids to raise. Yes. And she's only fifty five. You know. Yeah, she is, but she she's looks, very young. But she looks very, very old. She looks real, yeah, right? Looks because because it, yeah, because it's really eating her. Yeah. Right. So it's one of the medical mysteries that we are still not able to solve. Stiff person, stiff person syndrome. syndrome. Right? So, it's very rare thing. Yeah. Super super rare thing. So if you ever want to run away from work, try one in a million. <laughs> try the one in a million. No, but if you want if you want to run away from work, right? There's another disease that you can oh, actually oh new disease actually, alright second one how to run away from work disease second one mm. alright so this is a story okay alright this 35 year old lady alright suddenly complains that she went to the doctor said doctor there is parasites coming out of my skin parasites coming small out small parasites that you can't see popping out of my skin and wriggling people can't see she can't see she, she, she can, can see it she, she feels that she, she can feels see it, it. All she right. can see it and she can feel it okay. and she said there's worms crawling out under my skin alright alright now this is called Morgellons disease in Morgellons some, disease so in some places we call it you know cocaine overdose well the, the, now the, the the problem with Morgellons disease right. right is right only she feels it only she feels it no one can see it yes no one can see it and she feel and 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 she claims that there's worms crawling or parasites crawling under the skin, mm. right? It's like they're wriggling there all, the whole time. And the problem is when you do a skin biopsy, there's Up nothing there. there. Okay. It doesn't reveal anything. Up here? Yes. Yeah. So they attribute it to psychosomatic. All right. That means that this you person believe it's so strong. Exactly. It's there. This person has some watching sort of too much of Stranger Things. Yes, likely watching a lot of horror movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because they do show those things crawling out of your skin. Correct, correct. Now, again, Morgellons disease, there's no cure. But there's a name for it. <laughs> but there's a name for it. Funny disease enough. number two. If you <laughs> right? feel you you got a lot of kutu, you lose friends too. And the thing <laughs> is, Morgellons disease is more common than what you think. Okay. It's four in every hundred thousand. Four in every hundred thousand. Yes. Okay. So I in two thousand and nineteen, right, hmm. there's fourteen thousand cases being diagnosed. being diagnosed as Morgellons disease. Now I can attest to this, right? Um, because I I deal with a lot of, of, of people with hair mm-hmm. and they'll tell me the same thing that they can feel something crawling on their head. After pre or post hair transplant? No, 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 no. Oh, just any just, time of the day. Just any time of the day. These are usually patients who, who don't need a hair transplant. They they they're basically just They've got maybe a little bit of uh, dandruff issue, but they'll tell me that there's something crawling on their head. Undiagnosed Morgellons disease. Maybe. <laughs> there you go. It's more common than we think now. Yes, yeah, more common. <laughs> it's four in every 100,000, which is a lot. Yeah, though. yeah. It doesn't help that, you know, some advertisers also show things which show are things crawling. Wriggling, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but, you know, when we scan, right, absolutely there's nothing there. Or on. maybe these people, right, have heightened senses whereby they can feel the mites crawling on their skin. I think they can just feel the hair Moving up and down. That's maybe, all. Yeah. Maybe, 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 maybe. Okay. All right. Disease number three. Disease number three, mm. and this one will baff- this one baffles a lot of people. Okay. Now, in Taiwan, mm-hmm. a few years ago, 
there's a there was a 12 year old boy mm. all right and this 12 year old boy came with blisters all right blisters. red blisters all, right. all over his body so it's something real yeah so so he went for a swim okay he came up with blisters mm-hmm. then he went to his doctor okay. all right doctor thought it was an infection given okay. some antibiotics okay. naturally it disappeared after the antibiotics okay all right but however over the course of the next 10 years hmm. this particular blisters and redness kept appearing on his skin same spot same spots all over his body basically mm-hmm. right from top to toe right. now and he feels that he itches before okay. the blisters start to appear. Okay. So he has always been on antihistamines, right? right? So at 22, he couldn't take it mm. because he has been to multiple dermatologists, He's multiple doctors. He's right. fed up. He went to a, to, to a professor mm. of dermatology and said, hey, help me, you know? Okay. Every, time, some, every time I sweat, I go for a swim, I go to the beach, you know, all these redness start to appear. Mm. Now, the professor, of course, again, was thinking probably some, some sort of mites infection. Or infection. Uh, mites or infection. But he decided to run a simple experiment. Okay. He put the boy, all right, at this time, it was a man, he was 22-year-old, and he soaked the top part of his shirt mm-hmm. in water okay. for 10 minutes. All right. All right. Now, his pants, it was completely dry. Mm. Then after 10 minutes, he told, he told this man to strip down to his undies. Mm. And lo and behold, the place that was exposed to water mm-hmm. was red. Oh. The place that was not exposed to water was normal. Ah. He was diagnosed with okay. water allergy. Water allergy? Yes. It's called aquagenic urticaria. Oh, that sucks, man. Imagine. You cannot shower. Exactly. Imagine being allergic to, to one water. of the most common stuff in the world, which is water. So how he cleans off? Ah. Swap. So that is the problem now. Huh. The problem is someone who's allergic to water cannot take a shower alright you cannot take a shower mm-hmm. you cannot even sweat because you're allergic to your to the own water coming off your sweat but the funny thing is they're not allergic to drinking water when you drink the water you're nothing fine. happens in, inside it's fine uh-huh. so it's internal mucosa right, has no issues okay. it's the external skin the dermis that is having problems okay and you know how rare this is it's super rare there's only 50 documented cases Five, in the history in the of whole human, human in the whole human history. Only 50 documented but cases. But what causes it? No idea. Nobody knows. Genetic defect. But the thing is, hmm. it can occur to anyone, right? Again, there is no similarities that tie these 50 people together. So mutation occur, of a gene, that's it. Probably. Yeah. And it occurs at different age groups. Oh. Some in, in their youth, some when they're mid-age, ah, when they've been doing water for long, when they've exposed water for many, many years. Genes. It just didn't switch on yet. Yeah, probably yeah. It didn't switch on. It didn't switch but on. nobody knows what genes is it and why is it so rare? And, and if it's only, if let's say, if, you, if you're saying it's genetically mm. related, mm. these people must be related in somehow. No, no mutation. It's, it's yeah, mutation. 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 Sporadic all over yeah. the world. Yeah. Water allergy. All Can right. you imagine if you're allergic to water? There's so much, there's so much things that you can't do. Cannot go in the rain. You cannot go in the rain. You cannot shower. You cannot sweat. You cannot go to the to the to the river. You cannot swim. A lot of things you cannot do. But you don't need to take a shower, huh? Don't need to take a shower. Don't need to take a shower. But how are you gonna clean yourself? Perfume. Perfume. <laughs> <laughs> do what the French do, yeah. Do what the French do. All right. Okay. Number four. Mystery number four, and I think you and I would love this. Oh. You and I, I think oh, yeah. people at home, you might love this as well. Ooh. So there was a forty-eight-year-old man in in US. Hmm. He was driving home one day, mm-hmm. and he was stopped. All right, by a police officer. Okay. And the police officer say, I suspect you were drinking. All right. All right. And ask him to do a breathalyzer test. All right. And he did breathalyzer test and okay. he was way above limit. Way above limit. He was he was he was twice the the, the legal limit. Okay. Now the man claims he didn't drink a single drop of alcohol okay. the whole night. Alright. 
and the officer refused to believe him. Okay. And then Book and then him. and then in in US you can take a sobriety test mm. and he refused to. He said no, I'm I'm refusing to take a sobriety test. Mm-hmm. And the officer had no choice but to send him to the hospital because he was because he was deemed too drunk to drive. Oh, okay. And lo and behold, when he went to the hospital, they took his blood samples. And yes, his blood alcohol limit was twice above the legal limit. Huh. But again, he didn't drink a it single denies. drop of alcohol. Yeah, he denies he drinking denies. a single drop of alcohol. All right. They did some some testing and all. And okay. after a couple of days, hmm. he had something called auto-brewery syndrome. Auto-brewery syndrome. He yes. is a brewery, walking brewery. Yes. He drinks he water dis- and he makes beer in his blood. Something similar. So what happens is, <laughs> what happens is, yep. his regular intestinal flora, which yes. is the regular intestinal bacteria, has, so much has, been, has been colonized uh-huh. by different yeasts uh-huh. like candida okay. and as well things like Klebsiella. Okay. And when he takes high carbohydrate mm. meal, mm. this particular flora in his intestine converts it into ethanol. Wow. And... He's not the first person who has been diagnosed with autobury syndrome. Wow. There's actually a lot of people. Really? Yes. It huh. is actually an actual Diagnosis. medical issue, okay. right? To be diagnosed with autobury syndrome. And there are tons of it. I'll give you another example. There was a girl mm. at 13 years old. Mm. She took some high carbohydrate food All right. and suddenly she felt dizzy okay. and she couldn't walk straight. Hmm. Right, they thought that she had a stroke or something. All right, sent her hospital, did a uh, did a CT scan. She mm-hmm. was cleared, mm. but she had high levels of alcohol in her blood system as a thirteen year old who was eating dinner with her parents, mm. and then she was diagnosed with auto brewery syndrome. So imagine this: you, you get caught, you can say I have a diagnosis <laughs> of auto brewery syndrome, <laughs> and imagine you never having ever to spend a single cent on alcohol anymore. Mm. Just need to take a lot of rice, right? <laughs> and then naturally you get drunk within minutes mm. because the amount of of of, bact- of 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 what is fungus and bacteria in your in, in your intestinal tract just converts it immediately, and ethanol actually absorbs in your bloodstream very very quickly. Now I think that sucks though. That's that sucks. I you know as much as we think it's it's fun, but I think that sucks. Yeah, yeah, it, it does suck. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. For, for for people who like to drink, it's the pleasure of company and drinking, and not yeah. because you know you you got drunk from eating roti canai. Yeah, true, 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 true. <laughs> but the good news is, the good news. unlike the three this one things can be cured. That, that that we mentioned yeah. earlier, right? This is cure highly curable because like it's just yes, it's just candida and bacteria, the antifungal antibiotics, mm-hmm. a, a couple of courses, maybe a couple of weeks okay. down the line, maybe and then some, you, some probiotics, that, and yeah, stuff. You, and you recolonize with mm. probiotics, and the thing settles itself. It settles itself. All right. <laughs> I think for some people they might miss it. <laughs> well, some people they might miss it. They yeah, might exactly, miss it. exactly, exactly. So. Let us know in the comments whether what are the medical mysteries that, you've, that you have heard of that yeah. is unsolved really till, unsolved. till today. Well, this no, is weird, really, man. This, this is, is weird. Some really weird stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah especially yeah. the last one. Where interesting. the world you get all this stuff from? Uh, you, the internet is full of full of wonders and curiosities. <laughs> <laughs> right. So if if you've heard of any other thing um, which are medically funny yeah. or weird, uh, do drop us a, a comment down there. Uh, otherwise, if you believe these are all just mumbo jumbo. Could be, could be, right? And and did, did you watch this this movie, Pope's Exorcist? Yes, I watched it. It was fun. It's quite fun, it was right? Fun. It's quite it fun, right? Fun. And and I don't want the pig, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But his tagline is, 
I only solve what medical cannot solve. Yes, correct. So whenever someone is possessed or has something weird going on, maybe having alcohol coming up, yep. he will try to explain it and send it to all the medical side. And when he cannot explain, then he comes in. True. True. Worth a watch. Worth a watch. Russell Crowe. And I would say this is one of his best movies in I the past couple of years. He spoke Italian. Oh true my and true. God, he was great. He was man. good, man. This was good. Was anyway, good. diverging too far. Coming back, all the medical mysteries. Any more? No, that's no. it for now. That's it if for you now. guys want more, I can bring more next time. All right. Till then, we'll be back next week on the Two Dogs with another interesting topic. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.